Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. A special broadcast from the Larry H. Miller Megaplex at Valley Fair Mall. And you can come by today and get vaxxed. Get your vaccine today. You don't need an appointment. It is free. Our friends at Nomi Health uh, and also Real Salt Lake uh, are helping us uh, really have a, a good day today here and get everybody vaccined as we try to move forward. Uh, everybody age 12 and up. Uh, for those younger kids, of course, they will need uh, parent uh, permission or a parent with them uh, to get that vaccine. Uh, but this is a great opportunity for all of us to do our part to link arms as a community and step forward together as we move towards the backside of this pandemic. So if you've been frustrated because you can't get in because of your work schedule, uh, we're going to be here till 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, also, uh, our friends at Real Salt Lake are actually bringing in Leo the Lion uh, from 7 to 8 here at the Valley Fair uh, Megaplex. And uh, so if you've got some young ones, you can bring them along and they can have a, a good time with Leo the Lion and our friends from Real Salt Lake. Uh, this is an important thing for us as a community and a great opportunity to demonstrate what Utah does best, and that is we come together, we link arms, uh, we get things done so everybody can move forward. We are all in this together, and we can get it done, uh, especially as it relates to our young people. Uh, of course, uh, Governor Spencer Cox uh, declared uh, that this would be Child Mental Health Awareness Day and uh, helping us take a look at that wellness and that uh, mental health is uh, our good friend Jenny Howe joining us on the line. Jenny, how are you today? I'm doing really well. How are you? <laughs> doing great. Well, let's let's talk about our, our children. I was saying before the break that uh, we're, we're coming out of the pandemic and rolling into the summer. Uh, both of those things uh, can add some anxiety, stress, or, or worry to our young people's lives. Uh, let's start first with just some observations generally uh, coming towards the end of the pandemic. What are some of the lasting effects or areas we should be aware of or concerned about uh, as it relates to mental wellness? Yeah, you know, I think people have gotten used to being a little bit more comfortable, which sounds kind of funny because in the beginning of this pandemic, we were all really uncomfortable and uncertain <laughs> and everything was kind of like catastrophic, right? And for good reason. 
But now everyone's kind of gotten used to their routines, our children included, right? They've kind of gotten comfortable staying at home and playing video games. And we've gotten comfortable kind of allowing that and (laughs) and to go out into the real world and, and experience things again. People are feeling, I think, a really normal amount of anxiety, but it can feel new. Um, kind of like starting over again. Uh, That's such a great point because there is an element of uh, the known becomes comfortable, uh, even if it's uncomfortable, like you said, even though uh, I don't think anybody was cheering (laughs) about the pandemic, uh, but it is known. And having to get out of that comfort zone now and step into the unknown can create a lot of anxiety. Very much so, you know, and again, I want to normalize that. And I think that's yeah. what's feeling really uncomfortable to people is they're like, oh, this is making me anxious to go meet this friend for, you know, dinner tonight. And that's okay. It's okay to be anxious about things. We just don't have to stop what we're doing because we feel anxiety. We can push through it. And so kind of normalizing that things feel new right now, I think would be fantastic to see modeled for our kids. Yeah, uh, modeling that, and uh, for some of us who are on the uh, introverted side of things, uh, we, were t- we were we were talking about this in the office today. It's like, man, all of the excuses are are sort of going away. <laughs> you can't. I, yeah. I know. I'm right there with you. I've really kind of enjoyed my every other weekend of staying home and watching Netflix for the last year without the guilt free with no excuses. No, no guilt. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, anyway, as we as we roll again, as we roll out of the pandemic and into the summer, uh, what are some mm-hmm. of the things that, uh, particularly as parents, what are some of the things that we should be watching and encouraging our young people to engage in, uh, kind of moving yeah. into this next phase? Um, outside activities, and not necessarily just outdoors, although I think that that's mm. wonderful. I have, I'm a parent who has very few rules, and I, I, I say that really not in a way because I didn't have consequences in my home, but there are a few things that I really place a value on in my house. And one of them was you have to be involved in something outside of the home, something that takes you to a place where you experience other people and different opinions and other adults and different personalities, and it gives our children, you know, kind of the skill set, the emotional skill set to be able to kind of figure out who they are when they're exposed to other things. And so getting their kids involved in activities, or an activity at least, outside of the home without you present, I think is a crucial part of emotional development. And summer is such a fantastic time to do that because we don't have school and, you know, crazy sports schedules like we do the rest of the year. Uh, that's that's so important, and I love the fact that it's getting out. It's having something that's theirs, uh, and something that yeah. is uh, not something that has the parent in the middle of it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we like to be in the middle of it generally, you know. And, and there's certainly a time and place for us to bond with our kids, and that connection and consistency is crucial. But it's really important for them to also learn other things and other people and other opinions and other conversations are safe. It's really important for our kids to understand that what is inside the home is safe, but also that there is a world out there that they can also explore and figure out who they are and what they value. And having those experiences outside of the home without our like hovering involvement is crucial. And that begins at a really young age. Oh, I love that. Uh, if you just join us, we've got Jenny Howe on the line. It is a Child Mental Health Awareness Day, and uh, Jenny is just our go-to inside source uh, when it comes to wellness uh, in terms of mental health. And uh, I just want to ask you, as we, as we round things out today, Jenny, what are some of the things that we should be modeling uh, as parents, as adults, uh, to our young people as it relates to mental health? 
gosh, let's really normalize the conversation about it's okay not to be okay, you know, which is something I know you say is something that I believe in. But really destigmatizing the perceived negative emotions, labeling them. If there's one gift we give our children, I just had a session about this 45 minutes ago. If there's, if there's one gift we give our children, it's giving them the emotional labels to be able to name what they're feeling so that they can learn how to de-escalate themselves. And we can really model that by labeling what we're feeling. And so let's destigmatize negative emotions. All emotions just are. They just live in our body. We don't have to react to them. And when we teach our kids that, they don't hold as much power over us. Oh, I love that. And I love the idea of really modeling that, uh, labeling mm-hmm. it, getting some terms that uh, that our kids can understand uh, and so that mm-hmm. we can share, too. Hey, this is this is stressful for me or, hey, you know what, I did kind of like to have an excuse not to, <laughs> you know, not to go outside my comfort zone on a weekend uh, and, totally. and helping them understand it's normal for all of us. Yes. Yes. And then, they, then they're going to be more apt to come and talk to you when things are really hard. When they have something that feels uncomfortable, if you've created a space where you've labeled your own discomfort, your kids are going to know it's safe to come to you with theirs. And at the end of the day, that's really what we want, you know, is the relationship with our kids where they feel comfortable to talk to us about the hard things. Yeah. Oh, great stuff as always. Jenny Howe, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have you back real soon. I know you're getting a little uh, decompressed moment over the next oh, yeah. little bit. So enjoy that. <laughs> and uh, well, I, I want the full report when you get back. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it, but not for five days. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a deal. Thanks. All right. Uh, Jenny Howe joining us. Uh, always great insight there. Again, it's Child Mental Health Awareness Day. So important. Uh, and Jenny had so many important things for us to think through uh, as parents, things we should be watching for, things we should be modeling, uh, language we should be empowering our children with so that they can de-escalate themselves or they can recognize those stressors and have more productive conversations, not just with us, but with their peers, uh, with their with their teachers, with their bosses, and with people in the community. Uh, and we're here in the community today. We're out here at Larry H. Miller Megaplex Valley Fair, Fair Mall. Uh, you can come here and get vaxxed today. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting here. The great one, Jeff Kaplan, uh, is going to pick up here at the top of the hour and uh, get you home and hopefully get you to stop. Stop by here and walk in. No appointment necessary, free of charge. Our friends at Know Me Health and Real Salt Lake, among others, are helping us all step forward, link arms, take your shot, and uh, move us all forward. All right, we're going to step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, we talk about hope. We hope this thing comes to an end. We're going to find out what we have to do in order to have that hope coming up next. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.